0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to the podcast. This is, of course, new to NOLA, a podcast where I, your host, Tyler, give you a, a bit of a glimpse into the Crescent City as someone who has visited many times but never actually lived here, and now that I am a resident of the uh, magical city, uh, I am taking you along for that journey. I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is episode three, I believe. And to be perfectly honest with you, I had expected to or I had planned to have this episode out sooner. Reason being, um, I very excited. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all, I lined up my first guest. I got somebody, a local a native local who is so interesting and so unique and so ingrained in a very special part of New Orleans culture. Uh, She is not here tonight, but she will be joining us. We're trying to figure out scheduling over the next week or so. So what I figured I would do instead is give y'all a little mini episode, just a little petite treat, if you will, um, About some of the things that I've been getting into over the last few weeks Specifically, we're going to talk about food We're going to talk about all the delicious food uh, That I have been sampling and partaking in and enjoying in this city Which is, of course, one of the things it's known for is the cuisine The Creole cuisine the seafood what have you um, and I have been given some some great suggestions of places to check out on my own which I have and some places that uh, I've made some friends while I'm here which by the way as an adult how do you make friends as an adult that is such a weird concept if you're not if you're not going to an office, regularly. I feel like a lot of adults make their friends in the office, at work. You know, looking back at a lot of the adult friends I've made previously, it was because of where I was employed, and I was like, hey, that person does not suck as much as the rest of these people. We got to hang out. But in this new age of working from home, which I currently do, it's a little difficult to kind of get out there and you don't just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, I need a friend. Can you be my friend? Are you my mother? <laughs> I don't know if you ever read that book. Are you my mother? No, I'm a, I'm a damn trolley. I'm not your mother. Go away, bird. Was it a bird? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up later. But I have uh, fortunately made a couple friends. Um... I will be going to trivia night on Monday. I'm excited about that as well. One of my friends was like, hey, look, we, got, we do trivia every Monday. Come down, meet, meet the other people in the group. So that'll be fun. Um, but I've been given some great um, restaurant suggestions. And I've gone to them. Some of them lived up the hype. I'm going to say it. Some of them absolutely lived up to the hype. Some of them were just good. I'm not going to knock them. Uh, I haven't had a bad restaurant experience yet in the city. So, um, what was one of the first ones, you know, uh, somebody, somebody was telling me, my landlord actually was like, you need to go to Parkway Bakery. She's like, you like Po' Boys? I'm like, yeah, I love Po' Boys. She's like, you need to go to Parkway Bakery. That's where they took Obama. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about that. But like, was, was the, are, is it good food? Like, if you're telling me to go somewhere, tell me the food's good, not that a celebrity has been there. Um, somebody tried to tell me that there was a, a cafe, a coffee shop that Jamie Fox frequents, because he has a house here. And I'm like, yeah, but is it good food? Is the coffee good? Because I can make coffee at home That's delicious I have a favorite coffee that I regularly drink I don't, you know Just because Jamie Foxx drinks this coffee I'm not going to drink the coffee But So Parkway Bakery, first of all They are It's in the mid-city And I Took the direction that the old Waze machine took me And Waze of course is like Hey, drive through that yard, they don't need it But I get there and the parking situation is a little weird because the, the address of the building is on one street and then the parking that they have, I guess they're so like busy, they've bought property around them to do parking. So the parking itself entrance is on a side street. That's a one way. So you can't like, I had to loop around to get to the parking. I pull in and it's like a, it's not a finished parking lot. It's just like gravel. It's like driving on a gravel road, and there's a there's a guy in a booth. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to pay for this. So I pull up to the booth, and the guy's like, you picking up to go? And I'm like, no, I just wanted to eat here. And he's like, all right, whatever, park anywhere. Shuts his little window, like dramatically slams it. I'm sure he gets – he's doing that just to enjoy his job. But I park. I walk in, and there's a line – Uh, there's two entrances. There's an entrance to get booze. Cause they've got a little like sidebar and everything that you walk into is an outdoor area. Some of it's covered. Some of it's uncovered. Some of it is like tented covered. And then they've got this old like model T car just rusting in the center of it, which was kind of cool. Like I took a picture of that, sent that to my dad. I was like, Hey, check this out. But I get in line for the food. Uh, cause I, you know, I didn't want to like get a Beer and then have that like heat up while I'm waiting because the line for the food was long. I went at like two o'clock on a Wednesday and they still had a long line, which is usually a very, very good indication. You know, if they're busy on an off day at an off time, it's going to be good, right? So, oh, and we get up. There's this, there are these old tourists in front of me. Uh, and I know they're tourists cause they're confused about where they are and where they're going and they don't understand everybody here, as I'm sure in a lot of the places in the United States after COVID is doing QR code menus. So you just pull out your phone, you take a photo of the queue or you don't even take the photo. You just point your camera at the QR code and you get a little pop-up that says, you know, open this link and it takes you to the menu. And these old ladies are complaining. They're like, "I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand this technology." And uh, before I could say something, which I was very hesitant to do because my a previous career life was helping people with technology, and unfortunately, a lot of them were just old. But. Um, This young lady who was probably college to mid-20s in front of them was like, oh no, just like pull out your phone and pointed it. And she like walked him through it. I'm like, good. I don't have to say anything to these old women. Fantastic. Wonderful. But I pull out the menu myself. There's a lot of great options. They had a po' boy called the James Brown, which was like grilled shrimp, And some sauce or something or other. I didn't eat it, obviously. I don't even remember what's on it. But I have this weird thing with shrimp. Which doesn't make sense because I love crawfish. I will eat crawfish until I die. But shrimp grosses me out for the exact same... For a reason that exists in the the crawfish. But it grosses me out in the shrimp. The little poop tube. And you know what I'm talking about if you've had fresh shrimp. I'm sure there's places that prepares it and like gets their little poop tube out of the shrimp, but I'm like, that's so gross. And for some reason I will eat crawfish, which you also have to remove the little poop tube. I've also learned living here in New Orleans and going to a, a, a official local crawfish boil. Um there's people that just eat the poop. There are people that just eat the poop. What? That's disgusting. I also don't suck the head of the crawfish. Why am I sucking out the brains and just extra juice? That's gross. I'm filling up on nothing, just fat, when I could be getting to the protein, the meat that's in the tail. Anyways, um, quick little side note. I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous episode. I did go to a crawfish boil, and somebody had like, first of all, a born and bred New Orleanian showed me a super easy way to get the meat out of the tail. You like you break, break off the tail. And then instead of, instead of worrying about the legs, you just peel off the first two layers of the top of the tail, squeeze it. And the meat slides right out. That man changed my life. It's one of those things where you're like, you may never think as a human that you changed another human's life. He changed my life for the better. Anyways, so oh, and that crawfish boil. Uh, in Texas, the crawfish boils that I've been to, they never did this: Brussels sprouts and whole cloves of garlic. And first of all, I love Brussels sprouts. Love them. They're delicious, right? Grill them. Fantastic. Little seasoning, little garlic, salt, little maybe some Tony's. A uh, little salt and pepper on them. Throw them on the grill. They're delicious but apparently when you boil them in a crawfish boil they just suck up all of that seasoning and then you get these little little leafy flavor bombs it was oh so good it was so good it was so good and a f- friend of mine that I had dinner with the other night she was that she's from here she was like yeah, that's a standard. That is always here. And the garlic, it's always here. And I was like, yo, that is not a thing at crawfish boils that I've been to in Dallas. Anyway, so back to the the main story I'm trying to tell. Uh, Parkview? Parkland? Parkview? What is this? Parkway. I was way off. Parkway Bakery. I eventually get up. I look at the menu. And one of my favorite meats Hands down. Period. I've loved this for years and years and years. Alligator. Oh, sometimes that gator get you, but sometimes you get that gator. Alligator meat is so delicious. I had, uh, you know, there's a restaurant called Razoo's, which you think is Cajun until you actually eat Cajun, and then you're like, okay, that is just a restaurant pretending to be Cajun, but it's delicious. And to this day, if I go back to Texas, I'm, I'm probably going to eat it if I have the chance. But, um, so I was had, I've always eaten in the past. Alligator was the, it was like popcorn shrimp, no popcorn chicken. It's like popcorn chicken, right? Just these little nuggets of meat that was breaded and fried. And then you dip it in various sauces and you munch on it. And it's delicious. One place in Oklahoma, Of all places in Oklahoma. I was like 17 or 16 and we ate there. My family was visiting family. We went to this one place. They had alligator tail steak. It was just a chunk of the meat from the tail. And I've never had it anywhere else that I've gone. But I'm at Parkway They got an alligator sausage po' boy. I'm already sold, right? And I'm looking at it, and it's got like uh, this Cajun mayonnaise, or just mayonnaise, I don't know, uh, on it. It's got uh, tomatoes. It's got pickles. Just so you know, in my previous life, I'm very, very picky as an eater. I don't want to eat... I have to be in a mood for tomatoes on a sandwich or on something I'm eating my grand I don't like the snot the gross little slimy stuff that's in it is so disgusting to me so like when I cook tomatoes I go out of my way to like scoop that stuff and the seeds out I just want the meat of the fruit tomatoes are a fruit by the way they're not a vegetable but um similarly, I love to eat pickles on their own, but I don't usually put pickles on a sandwich. But I've made this, uh, packed with myself living here where I am going to, I'm going to try things here that I normally wouldn't eat. And I might not like it, but I'm going to try it the way it's prepared the first time around. If I don't like it, But I like some of it, I'll say, hey, take this off, take that off the second time or the third time or whatever, when I eat it. Um, By the way, somebody once told me, I'll try anything three times. And I was like, three times? Like I've heard people say, I'll try anything once. And they're like, no, I'll try anything three times. Because I might not like it the first time. And I might not like it the second time. But that third time, I might realize, oh... I like this, and I was like, okay, 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 but so I I decided I'm going to have this alligator sausage po' boy as is, as it's prepared from the kitchen, no alterations, no substitutions, we're diving right into the deep end of the pool, and I am so glad I did, so it comes with French fries, and the French fries were not like standard-sized French fries. Um, oddly enough, I had this conversation two days ago. I, I enjoy French fries, right, as any American does. Uh, you know, you go to some places and they have the waffle-cut fries, which is a little weird, but okay, whatever. Still not 100% sure how they waffle-cut them. I'm like, how do you get those little holes in the French fries? Uh, but uh, this place had giant french fries. It was like they had just taken a whole potato and sliced it like five times long ways and then like two times sideways. I don't know. They were giant french fries. By the way, shoestring french fries, if you've ever had those, are worthless. You've got to grab like 10 French shoestring french fries to equal a decent amount, but then you're just shoveling A handful of french fries into your mouth and you look like a slob. Anyways, I eat this alligator po' boy. Oh, it was so good. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. Highly recommend it. You got to check that out. Okay. So then I went to, and I'm going to just give you the basic rundown of this. I'm not going to give you the full story because that's probably going to be part of my guest conversation because she was the one that took me here. But I went to El Cucuy, El Cucuy, Nola, Um, fantastic Mexican cuisine, not actual like Mexico City cuisine. What I've learned as a Texan in Texas, we have this thing called Tex-Mex. And it's very spicy. It's very flavorful. Uh, I went in Los Angeles with some friends to a five-star Mexican cuisine restaurant. And, like, the chef was from Mexico City. And I realized that a lot of their uh, dishes are actually muted in flavor. I'm not going to say bland. When I was eating there, I was like, this is Bland. This is bland. But, you know, I'm used to just the, all the spices and the peppers and everything that is in Tex-Mex. But here, I was very surprised to find that there's a lot of taquerias. Taquerias? Taquerias? Uh, there's a lot of uh, Mexican cuisine places here in Nola, um, which I'm very happy with because I love, I love Tex-Mex. And I love flavorful Mexican cuisine. So El Cucuy, El Cucuy, Uh, that was, uh, we go there and the decor of this place, I'm going to say it wasn't Day of the Dead. It was not Dia de los Muertos, but there were skulls there. There was some spooky stuff there. They had the same Elvira cutout that I have but they had framed it in a coffin-shaped frame on the wall. Fantastic. But I had this... um, I had a hot dog, which sounds weird. Don't judge me immediately by me telling you that. But I had the Border Town hot dog, which was, as from their website, bacon-wrapped hot dog with black bean puree, avocado, pico de gallo, pickled onions, cotilla... Cilantro, mayo, and mustard On a bolillo Bread Oh my gosh This May have been The best hot dog I've ever had in my life It was so good It was flavorful And I'm like, again you've You've got things on there That I would preferably not eat But I said, Tyler, just dive in Eat it If you don't like that stuff, maybe you pick it off. Maybe you just don't get it next time. It was so good. It was so good. I like immediately took a picture and I was sending it to people. I'm like, yo, when you visit, we're eating this stuff. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I also tried this week, or last week. This was last week. Um, tried some barbecue I tried some barbecue as a Texan first of all as a Texan we take our barbecue very seriously and I know there's people that are like St. Louis barbecue is so good no it's not it's bitter y'all put too much vinegar in it Um, people try and tell me Chicago barbecue is the best I'm not even a I'm not even a going to dignify that with a response. Also, and I'm a little biased, my father's brisket recipe, his secret little recipe, it's phenomenal. It's the best brisket I've ever had in my life. And it's funny because anytime someone in the family gets married, it's guaranteed for the last 15 years, not for the wedding, but for the rehearsal, they'll say, Hey, Uncle Kevin, can you cook that brisket for the rehearsal? And my dad's like, yeah. I guess like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, and what's uh, so it's like, I'm very biased with that. And my dad, I remember one of us, we do an annual big family cookout barbecue. It's like three days long. One of those, a few years ago, my dad pulled me into the butler's pantry and was like, Hey, I'm going to show you what spices I actually use on this. And I was like, Oh, Oh, I'm getting the secrets. I'm learning. And he's like, but I'm not going to tell you how to prepare the meat. I'm going to tell your brother that. And if y'all ever want to figure out how to make my brisket, you're going to have to work together. And I was like, sneaky. Well played father. Anyways, so I went to uh, Blue Oak Barbecue, again, in Midtown. Atmosphere, fantastic, nice, not bad. Um, it was midday, so like you know, I just parked on the street, walked three houses away. That's something else is like, in this city, restaurants, bars, bodegas, they're in the neighborhood. Like, you're parking next to houses where people live and sleep and do, you know, what people do in their houses. Um, but you go to the, the restaurant or the wherever you're going right next door. So I go there, and I ended up just playing it safe at a barbecue place. Give me the lean, chopped... No. It was sliced. The lean, sliced brisket. And I had, um, they had this, like, Cajun mac and cheese, which was really good. And then they had, uh, their, like, house-baked beans. Not bad. Baked beans were good. They had, like, some sautéed peppers in it, which I really enjoyed. Their house barbecue sauce was a little bitter. It it, It reminded me of St. Louis barbecue sauce, to be honest. It was very... Uh, vinegary. The meat, however, was flawless. The meat was great. Seasoning could have been improved, but I'm gonna eat there again. Also, they just gave me like the bread. Because when you eat barbecue, you get some kind of bread with it. It was just like white sliced bread. It wasn't Texas toast. It wasn't toasted bread. It was just a single slice of white bread. Um, I did get a, a cool go cup, which where I'm from we call them travelers but here they call them go cups. so I got a cool branded go cup with with my meal. I enjoy that I drink out of it now pour my iced tea into it or my you know sparkling flavored water that I get. By the way, I don't know who what brand or where it comes from the. Store brand sparkling flavored water here. Fantastic. I love it. Um, And then the last place I'm going to talk about. Went there last night with a new friend, the trivia friend that I've got. Uh, We went to Junction Bar and Grill, which is over in the Marigny. No, it was in the Bywater. It was in the Bywater, which is just past the Marigny. Um, and I get to this street and I immediately realize last year I'd eaten at this fantastic vegan restaurant called the sneaky pickle and I am not vegan but I don't mind good vegan food I don't I don't like the fake meat stuff like the beyond burger and all that I've had it it's gross and if you're vegan why are you pre- why are you trying to eat fake meat? Like, just eat vegetables and like good vegan dishes. But Sneaky Pickle, which I haven't eaten at recently, I do need to go back because it's just great food. Um, if you're a vegan, go eat that. Fantastic stuff. But we were at Junction Bar and Grill, which is a bar, and I was a little confused because um, it's a house. This is a house that someone turned into a bar. So it's hard to miss because they don't have like big signage or anything like that. But I, you know, Waze took me where I needed to go. And, um, they've got a fantastic draft beer list and a really good can bottle list as well. So we ordered, you know, I just had, there was a raspberry IPA that I wanted, but they ran out of, and then I had some other... Whew, I wish I remember exactly what I had, but it was very citrusy with a hint of sour. So if you like sour beers, it was delicious. Um, we ordered that, got the... Oh, there was the chicken place I ate at, too. I might talk about that. It wasn't great, but... Um. Anyway, so I ordered. They had a lot of really interesting burgers, like gourmet burgers. They had wings. They had some other dishes there. Delicious salads, as the menu said. The menu didn't say salads. The menu said delicious salads. Maybe they were just hyping their own stuff up. I don't know, but I uh, did have. I had the house burger. Threw on some bacon. Threw on some Swiss cheese. Cider fries played it safe, right? And as a friend told me <clears throat> as we were talking, I called him on the way home and he was like, Yeah, dude, you have to judge a place by the basics, not by the extras. He's like, You could have had that weird Hawaiian burger that had ham and the stuff on it, or you could have had this weird gourmet burger or that, but really, if they can't make a good plain burger. Well, then none of it's good. And I was like, bro, yes, you're right. That is 100% correct. Well, so I had their house burger. I got to be honest with you. This this is in the top five hamburgers I've ever had in my life. Mm. It was so good. It was so good. It was one of those things where I was upset that I was down to my last bite and I seriously was like, do I want to order another one of these? No. I just paid $14 for this burger with all the fix-ins. Like, don't order another one. That's insane. Just come back in a few weeks. Fantastic. It was so good. Junction Bar and Grill was so good. Um, I do plan on going back there. Uh, the chicken place that I I briefly mentioned in my little side thought. We'll talk about that next time because it was with my guest that will be joining me. I didn't care for it. Their fried pickles were great, but the rest of the situation was not what I enjoyed. So, um, so I talked about some great places that I did eat at this, this time. um, I'm looking forward to finding new places. Crawfish season ends this week, from what I'm told. So probably in the next day or two, I'm just going to go to the grocery store and get like five pounds of crawfish because I can eat five pounds in one sitting. And I'll just sit there by myself. Maybe I'll have a friend over. Who knows? Just chowing down on some crawfish one last time this year because you only get it For so long in the year. And then you got the rest of the, like, what, six, seven months to look forward to those delicious little mud bugs that you just want to snap in half and put them in your mouth. Anyways, um, I think that's it. I think that's the mini episode. I think that's all we're going to do today. But um, hopefully... In the next few days, I will sit down with my guest And we will record a full episode together And talk about a very interesting subject But I'm trying to keep all of this under wraps A little secret, a little covert, a little bit of a surprise For the rest of y'all For when it happens But I'm very excited about the possibility And uh, until then... I still do not have a (laughs) sign-off. Somebody was like, you should say this. And I'm like, a different New Orleans podcast uses that as the sign-off. I can't use that. Thank you. Good day. But um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out on this journey together. Because that's what a journey is about. Not the end. It's about the journey. Stephen King rubbed that in my face after eight books. Of a series of his I read You get this ending that's Depending on how you viewed it Very disappointing or Appropriate but not what you want And then he's just like Hey maybe you shouldn't have read the end like I said It was the journey It was the eight books It wasn't the last chapter No it wasn't even the last chapter It was the it was the um, epilogue He started this epilogue and he was like You probably don't want to read this You probably don't want to know what happens But if you're going to read it, F you. And after reading it, you're like, no, Stephen King, F you, buddy. How dare you do this? You should have just left this out. Anyways, guys, ladies, kids, that's it. That's the podcast this week. Thank you so much for dropping in on my little mini episode. Uh, Au revoir.